Welcome everyone to Halfway to Heroes. We have got with us me, your dungeon master, Adam DeWeese. That sounded really weird when I said dungeon master, but <laughs> that's what it's called, right? Dungeon master? Yeah. It's called you're having a stroke. It sounds dirty when you say it out loud. It's only dirty if you make it dirty. We have got, who wants to introduce themselves next? Dustin as Merlin. My name's Clyde. Is that your real name? <laughs> <laughs> and Barry and Sean and Dustin and their respective characters. Yeah, we're on like episode six now, so surely you know our names by now. Our you better names. know us. You better. Um, so who wants to recap uh, episode five, which was just just for uh, like a springboard for you all. Uh, episode five was the interlude episode where you guys all got your individual scenes. I made it to level three. Everybody made it to level three. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes, yes. Clyde met Roberto. <laughs> your daddy. His, his da- it was your daddy. My daddy. I don't remember what happened with me. You became a paladin. A paladin. Yes. Okay. I went to a library and I found this strange book and the librarian wouldn't let me check it out. So I just took it, I think. I met my get my ghost dad. You met your ghost dad. He said he's going to try to help you out whenever he can. I don't remember what he said. But I know he, he rolled up. He was all cross-eyed. He he was like, Clyde, it's your daddy, Roboido. He rolled up on his mower. <laughs> <laughs> his name was Samuel. <laughs> but he goes he goes by Robo- Roboido to sound younger. <laughs> Does it he sounds though? Sounds like some Ad- Adam Sandler movie or something. Does he though? <laughs> yeah, it sounds it sounds a little similar to an Adam Sandler movie. I mean, oh my god, have we made it past a fucking episode without an Adam Sandler reference yet? Definitely not. It keeps going. Oh fuck, man! I can't wait till we're like episode eighty and we're still making Adam Sandler. <laughs> <laughs> Grown ups twelve, man. How good was that shit? Uh, let's get right into it. So, uh, we ended with you all being on night nine of the, um, like kind of break between the dungeon and the graduation ceremony. And, uh, we ended with the very last scene was, um, Clyde, uh, meeting his ghost dad and just before he went to sleep. But, uh, so we've had you all go to sleep on episode nine now or on, on day nine, not episode nine. Uh, you awake the next morning and it's, it's graduation time. It's time for you all to gear up and head off to the graduation ceremony that is in that bottom left courtyard, a uh, little pie slice. It's uh, not important. What are you all wearing to graduation? This is not a cap and gown situation. This is a kind of wear what you want situation. I'm going streaking through the quad. Oh shit. Okay. I'm wearing the use. <laughs> I don't wear clothes. That's true. You got your little uh, cloak thing around your waist? Sash. Yeah, I'll put that back on. Okay. <laughs> I just have a cape on that says Scrimmore Superior. I uh, I got some new some new pelts. Ooh, are they extra skinny or are they, <laughs> or are they cargo pelts? They're utility pelts. Oh, nice. Those would probably be a lot more practical. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Merlin, you got like a like a special apron to wear or anything, or uh, you no, I'm just, just wearing the use. Put my apron on though. Um, so uh, you all actually have like reserved seats in the front row of the ceremony. So you you guys all take your seats in the front row. Uh, Funky Four sit right behind you. There's no bullying or anything like that. That's right. Uh, <laughs> I mean, you guys are the superiors, uh, as Ubo's cape claims. As everyone's kind of filing into their seats and fills up the the audience in the in the in the little pie quad, there's a small platform just raised about you know four or five feet off the ground, and um, Professor Wake or Headmaster Wake rather approaches the podium and she clears her throat. <clears throat> Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, and congratulations on making it this far. You all are now officially graduates of Scrimmore Academy. I know we shall see great things from all of you in the future, and we want you all to know that 
You all are our family and will be treated as such. We will be keeping the dorms open for several months until you all find adventurers on your own, which we believe should be very quick as graduates of the last remaining class of this prestigious school should clearly open doors fast for all of you. But remember, as you're out in the world... Always strive to leave a positive reputation wherever you go, as you are now all ambassadors of your class at the Academy. And remember to always keep your eyes on the sky. Now, I would like to invite our Scrimmore superiors up to the podium to say a few words. And uh, she motions to you four to um, step on up. I, I duck behind Merlin. We have to give a speech. Yeah, yes, you you four, uh, Merlin, <laughs> Ubo, Ultrex, and uh, and Clyde. Uh, any any words of inspiration for your fellow classmates? <clears throat> Don't be a dick. <laughs> are, you, are you up? Are you up to the podium now? I, gu- I guess. I guess I'm going up there. Okay. All right. Uh, so you all. Uh, okay, well, I don't want to make you guys walk up there. Uh, oh no, I'm I'm walking up there now. Yeah, I will say Clyde has made it to the podium. You other three, are you all, you other three coming up? <laughs> I'm I'm coming up right now. I'll be last. Wait, we're all going up together? Yeah, man. Yeah, she like called you all up together. We're a team. We have to we have to show off together. Dagnabbit. Teamwork makes the dream work, man. Uh, cut back to Clyde's speech uh, that started with "Don't be a dick." <laughs> <laughs> yes. Don't be a dick. I, I want to thank my Mimo, my Peepaw, my my friends, uh, Merlin, Ubo, and Altrex. Promise I wouldn't cry. <laughs> it's been a good four years. Uh, but in the end, just don't be a dick. <laughs> be excellent to each other. At that, there's actually... Uh, a, a pretty decent round of applause goes throughout the uh, the remainder of the class. Yeah, the crowd goes wild. Ah. <laughs> um, I think Ultrax was next. I just want to say that this four years at this school have been pretty awesome, and I am thankful to everybody I met and all my friends that I made, especially the math teacher for making that class really cool. And I also want to say that it's an honor to be a Squimoire superior. And I want to thank you for this opportunity. Oh, my God. Another round of applause sweeps through the crowd. Uh, it just, I mean, um, you actually get a, like a, a few people. Uh, sorry, John. I, w- I wish I'd have done this for you, too, because you also did a really good one. But um, Barry, yeah, uh, for all tracks, yeah, a few people actually like stand up and uh, are applauding. And sit down, and you see a couple people uh, wiping away tears. I just want to say I walked over to Clyde and said, did you see that standing ovation I got? (laughs) That's right. (laughs) Kind of goes against me saying, don't be a dick. (laughs) (laughs) You were talking to everybody else. We're friends, though. Merlin's going to walk up to the podium. Uh, He's going to look around at the final class, and he sees all those young classmates he's been with over the last years. And he's going to roll up his sleeves a bit that were already rolled up just an inch higher. And he's going to take off his monocle and attempt to being a little more hip and attempt to read off (laughs) his note card without his monocle. Good afternoon, folks, professors and friends. I adore each and every one of you, even you, Minley. Today is the day we say goodbye to our home away from home. The Scrimmore Academy. The Illithridge may have been gone for years now, but let's not forget the fallen of all the races that banded together to bring us to this peace. Let's take what we have learned through these years and show our ancestors that they live within us. All I ask is, if those hooligans come back to take our lands... We give them hell before we do. <laughs> Thank you, Professor Crelly, for teaching me all about the relics. <laughs> that was good, Dustin. That was really good. I like it. I like it a lot. <laughs> that was. Oh, man. That was kind of from uh, Matrix. Yeah! This one, this one actually has, like, the majority of people 
Um, stand, including Minley. Minley stands up too. You know what? All the Funky Four actually stand up for that one. Be it known, I'm flipping off Uthor. Like hiddenly, so like only oh, he no. sees He's it. He's looking right at it. <laughs> no, no, no. He sees it, but oh, like yeah, so yeah, nobody else sees it. Sees it. Just yep. Uthor. Okay. It's tucked under my shroud. Last but not least, I'm not doing it. <laughs> uh, my name's Ubo. I'm the most badass turtle in this entire universe. <laughs> hmm. Uh, hello, fellow classmates. Uh, today. <laughs> I just wanted to say to you all, the question isn't what are we going to do? The question is, what aren't we going to do? And, um, and to the, to the funky four, even though you guys were pricks to us, we can still be friends. And you got my digits. And at that, at that, um, Headmaster Wake, um, approaches the podium. Now, before we leave, and at that moment, you actually see Klug um, run up to the stage and approach her side and kind of pulls on her, her dress shirt. And she leans down towards him and um, he whispers something in her ears. Ear. Just ear. Just one ear. <laughs> both both ears. ears at the same time. <laughs> and um, you see her straighten up and uh, her look becomes apparently more serious. And then she just says, uh, we will miss you all greatly and congratulations. And then she steps off to the side with Klug. Hey, pause right quick. Can I roll a perception check to overhear what was whispered? Yeah. Or is that a secret? Yeah, go for it. You guys are close enough up on the stage still. 13. Ooh, I rolled a 13 too. I got 14 total. I don't, I don't, I don't have anything for perception. You want us all to do this? 14 perception. Uh, yeah, like anybody who was trying to listen in, because uh, you guys were on the stage still. Oh, okay. Back up, guys. I, I got this. This is what Klug rolled for it. He rolled a 16 for his um stealthy whisper. I got a 21. Okay, well, fuck, well, fuck you, Klug. What'd you get, Merlin? <laughs> 18 plus 3. Okay, okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, 21. You, uh, Ubo. So only Ubo and Merlin kind of catch glimpses of these whispers. And you both hear, uh, the words vault, orbs, stolen. Uh, and yeah, uh, I'll say that you, you, you all just pick up those three words. Has the Funky Four been here the whole time? Yeah, they've been here the, the entire time. Actually in the front row with, with you four. The headmaster wake has called the graduation ceremony and she, it was kind of abrupt. And as she walks off the stage, it actually takes a moment for the audience to give their round of applause because they weren't quite expecting the, uh, the abrupt ending of the, uh, the graduation ceremony. But as, uh, she walks off the stage and you four all just kind of left, uh, standing off just to the side behind the podium. Hey, before I leave, I want to say something else. I want to kind of. Okay. Okay. The mic. I heard it. I heard you picking it up. My God, what was that? Fuck the funky four. I drop it. <laughs> okay. Okay. I love it. I love it. <laughs> And as you as you do your mic drop, uh, you look off to the side of the stage, and um, you see Headmaster Wake actually like waving you four on, like to her. Oh, because we're superior. I got it. I got it. What's wrong, Headmaster Wake? What's wrong? It seems like you all might have your first ever mission as uh, Scrimmore Superiors and as graduates of Scrimmore Academy. That was fast. It was. It was much quicker than expected, and unfortunately, it is not the greatest circumstances. And that is because all four of our weather orbs are missing. Oh, shit. Yeah. What uh, are weather orbs? Uh, was there a tornado orb in there? <laughs> do, do you know about the tornado? How do you know about the tornado orbs? I am Ubo. We know shit. I still don't know what the weather orbs are. Oh okay. man, you gotta see it. <laughs> so, uh, so out of character, uh, <laughs> these are <laughs> these jokes would be a lot funnier if you have listened to One Shot Onslaught or other podcasts. <laughs> yeah, Barry. 
<laughs> All right, I'm gonna go do homework. <laughs> Spoiler: These are a little bit different than the the orbs in One Shot on Top. Yeah, the 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 weather orbs. We've got. <sighs> so you may or may not know about the. It's supposed to be secret. The the vault beneath Scrimmore Academy, where we house kind of dangerous relics that if fallen to the wrong hands would cause catastrophe across Modras. And four of these items, the uh, weather orbs created by Talos himself, the god of storms, have all four gone missing now. It's underneath the school? Yeah, that's where our vault is, where we keep these highly restrictive items are. And the dungeon was also underneath the school. It's not. It's like it's like separated and stuff. Is it's it not like deeper. I mean, well, I'm just saying. Could someone have done this during their trials? Maybe the Funky Four didn't take a rest at all. What are the odds that this is an inside job? Who has access to this vault? Who had done it? It was fucking Klug. Well, it's pretty much me and and Klug. And Klug says, "Wow, well, I." <laughs> I didn't, I didn't take him. It's been a busy time. He's a liar. Kill him. <laughs> Headmaster Wake says, um, so I don't, I don't know. How, you probably don't know anything about these orbs, but we've tried to keep them secret, but, uh, there's, there's four of them. There's the wind orb, the blizzard orb, the rain orb, and the lightning with thunder orb. If a person attunes to one of these orbs, they could destroy cities. But attuning to more than one of these orbs, it just, it gets exponentially more dangerous. They feed energy into each other and it just gets more and more catastrophic. And if this person is meaning to do harm, I mean, this is the type of item that could wipe cities from the map. And all four of them have gone missing. These are, these are the four orbs that actually helped turn the tide against the Illithids 30 years ago. I'm going to inception, I'm going to inception to Klug. Inception? Yeah. Uh, like going to his dream? <laughs> yeah, he's going to jump into his dreams. <laughs> when was the last time inventory was taken on the vault prior to the missing orbs being found now klug is actually like right next like like with you guys in this conversation he says uh well i usually check on them like every i don't know every four or five days but with exams going on and with the end of the year and with the school closing and everything wrapping up it's I haven't been down to check on them about two ten day until just just today, just now, while the ceremony was going on. I thought, well, I might as well go check on the, all the high risk items, and that's nothing else is missing down in the uh, in the archives except for these. But four why wars. would you go check during the ceremony? Yeah, there's no nothing for me to do during the ceremony. You're a suspect. I say so. I got to tend to see okay. if he's lying. 19 insight plus negative negative one. So I got 18 insight. I have 16 insight. So like looking at Klug, uh, you do see that he's actually like sweating profusely. And you think that so with some like background clues, uh, you know, like background information that you know about Klug, you all know that he cares like desperately about his job and uh looking at him and seeing him the sweating uh you think that he's probably more worried about losing his job than anything else right now is there any previous staff that would have access to this vault it's pretty much me and klug that have access to this vault we mean pretty much is or is it man well, we've had like high-ranking government officials come in and need to check on an item and, and things, and we grant like limited access to the vaults. But other than that, it's it's me and Klug that have the the permanent access where we can get in and out of this vault. I say we do a screening of the Funky Four, and you and Klug. Okay, well, uh, 
I'm going to say right now, you, you can't just screen me. I'm still your headmaster. I'm, Guys, I'm pretty sure it's not these two. It's someone else. I've come to think of you four as kind of my family, so it's a little off-putting that you all have been ex- suspecting me right away, but I was about to put you four on this mission to go and collect these orbs. Should I reconsider this? I was looking at Klug, not you. I was going to put the superiors on this mission. I, I, I figured the superiors would get first dibs at... We'll take it. I, I was just kidding about before. I was just kidding. <laughs> we'll, we'll do it. Uh, and she kind of eyes you all over and squints her eyebrows. She says, uh, okay, well, you all go to your dorms, collect whatever items you need, meet back at my office in, let's say, 20 minutes. Is that enough time for you all? Yes. I can be here in 10. Okay, okay, 10 minutes in. <laughs> we're we're going to need to take a look inside the vault before we go to look for clues. That is absolutely off the table. You all do not have the clearance to get into this vault. Excuse me, ma'am, but somebody stole some dangerous artifacts. Ah, how dare you? I'm a scrimoral superior. As headmaster of this academy, I'm going to tell you right now, you cannot get into this vault. I will meet you in my office in now 10 minutes instead of 20, and I will brief you all from there. I I was just kidding on that, too. I can be here in 20. What if we just refuse the mission, then? Well, that's fine. I'll just give it to the next in line. I think Funky 4 was next in line. Fuck that. We take it. All right, I will see you in 10, or is it 20 now? 20. 15. I will see you all in 20. (laughs) And uh, she turns and breaks away with you, and she's actually got (laughs) Klug, like, by the collar. So she's kind of, like, guiding Klug. Um, So I'm going to give you guys however much time you want to head back to your dorms, collect all the items you you need, you know, uh, and then whenever you all are ready, uh, we'll head to Headmaster Wakes for the briefing. I'm just grabbing my beer. I'm ready. I'm going to go get my cloak of the manta ray, my goggles of night, my immovable rod, my rope of climbing, my returning <laughs> light hammer, and my sex robot. What the <laughs> F? You got all that crap? Fucking artificers really do get um, a shit ton of stuff. Do I, I don't have, have a any of that. I, I have fucking ball bearings, man. <laughs> oh, I got my jug. Oh, yeah, I forgot you picked that. Yes, you've got your ju- your alchemy <laughs> I, jug. I put a note that says, use the alchemy jug, asshole. <laughs> you called yourself an asshole. <laughs> I have a piece of... <laughs> I have a piece of a banner in my possession. No, Bear, you got a magic item from... Being a superior, I don't remember what you picked oh, from there. I have the lantern of revealing. Yes, my, my jug does acid, <laughs> basic poison, beer, which I'm already good on that. Yeah, Honey, mayonnaise or mayonnaise. <laughs> <laughs> what about veganaise? No, just mayonnaise. Uh, Earl, which is oil. <laughs> Wait, what? What is mayonnaise? Mayonnaise is mayonnaise, man. Ma- mayonnaise. Something's really strange about this mission, guys. I, I got oil, vinegar, fresh water, salt water, and wine. <laughs> I like how he's talking over you. <laughs> Something's really strange about this mission. I got salt water, vinegar, <laughs> wine, oil, earl. All, I mean, all of these liquids over here. Clyde, pay attention. Something's not right with Headmaster Wake and Klug. I said we use a mayonnaise. <laughs> <laughs> what are we going to do with that? Maybe we can make her a mayonnaise sandwich. <laughs> Why do you guys think it's her? She's not answering us directly. Why wouldn't we be able to allow or be allowed to look inside the vault if we're being put on the mission to find the orbs? Exactly. Certainly there's clues inside. Hmm. And did you see the way she did you see the way she drug Klug off the stage? Poor little dude. Maybe this vault is like just beyond us, you know? What if we physically can't We're superiors, man. Ain't nothing beyond us. If Klug can get inside, surely one of us can. We need to get Klug away from the lady. Let's go talk to her and see what she has to say. And we'll meet back up to form a plan. Okay. 
Three, two, one, split. Almost, almost sneak off a clue. Well, don't kidnap him yet. He'll be in the office, I'm sure. I ain't kidnapping him, man. I'm just. Well, we I, might I have to. to we might have from... to do that later. I'm gonna keep tabs on Clyde. What? <laughs> is this my voice? How about you get no manlays, man? I don't care. Where is where are the these two at? Are they both in the office? You would think that um Klug is probably in Headmaster Wake's office with her. In this the the vault, do we know how to access it at all? Or we have no idea. No, you all haven't even heard of this vault until now. Something is wrong with this whole scenario. I say we go see what they have to say. I'm following the shiny butt. I just rolled a twenty. <laughs> Follow me. <laughs> For what? I don't For know. following my shiny ass. <laughs> yeah. So it sounded like you all were going to the uh, Headmaster Wake's office. I reckon so. Yes. Hello, everyone. It is your Dungeon Master, Adam DeWeese here. Thank you so much for listening to episode six of Halfway to Heroes. I had to think about what episode this was going to be going on. Going to have a short mid-roll for you all this week. Uh, I just want to let you all know that we have a Twitter giveaway going on as of this going out, which will be for our very own Merlin, a.k.a. Dustin. He runs an Etsy shop called Iron Claw Relics, if you don't know about it, and he's going to be giving away a dice vault or maybe even two if we hit a stretch goal. You will be able to pick any D&D book of your choice, including the Essentials Kit that just came out. And you will get a set of dice. You will get all of that if you end up winning our Twitter giveaway, which uh, has just started and it's going to be going until July 12th, which is when we will be at Drolicon. So we'll be announcing the winner there. Head over to Twitter, follow us there, and join up on that. And that is at Halfway to Heroes on Twitter. Also, if you head over to patreon.com slash onslaught or bit.ly slash halfway to Patreon, you can sign up for our Patreon and support this show and our other show, One Shot Onslaught, for as low as a dollar a month. And until we run out of those postcards and stickers, we're going to be keep, uh, we're going to keep sending those out to people, signing them, personalizing them, uh, giving an individual thank you to each and every one of our patrons. Uh, so you want to do that before we run out of those cards. Also, don't forget to leave an iTunes rating review to help us in some charting. Join our Discord, bit.ly slash halfway to Discord. Hop in our D&D play-by-text campaign. Hang out with a bunch of really cool people. Chat about whatever's going on in your day. Talk about movies, board games. Talk about the show. Get some sneak peeks of the show. Uh, both this show and One Shot Onslaught, we post a lot of sneak peeks on there for nearly every episode, at least one or two. And we would love to hang out with you all. So I think that is it. Uh, I hope you all are enjoying the show so far. I've got to say we have recorded episodes 7 and 8 so far. And um, those may be my favorite episodes yet. I, and I don't know which I like more. They're really, really good. I cannot wait to get them out. Super excited for that. Super excited for you all to hear it. We appreciate the heck out of each and every one of you listeners. Thank you all so much for keeping this show going. Thank you for spreading the word about us. And um, we will see you all in two weeks. Bye, everyone. So you all make it to um, Headmaster Wake's office. Inside you see her behind her large oak desk and you see Klug in a chair just opposite of her. And he seems to be like shaking and quivering. Uh, It seems like you have just walked in on her questioning Klug. 
And at that moment, she turns towards you all and says, um, okay, well, we have our first lead. So these orbs, they all have their individual aspects. And obviously the rain orb, if somebody's attuned to this rain orb, if they're not able to control it in a, a mile radius around them, they can't control the weather. And it will just spontaneously just rain in this radius around them. How long? I mean, in, until they learn how to control it, it's just going, they, they, they can't. The orbs is going to take control of them and it's going it, to, it, they're all narrowed down to a mile radius. So at least we've got that going for us. We, we looked up strange weather patterns in the last few 10 day since we don't, can't, quite pinpoint the exact moment that these orbs went missing and there's a small town out to the east that has had constant rain for 10 days straight which is very strange for this time of year and very strange for this location it is a small town of flanderdash off to the east our best hope is for you all to go and investigate flanderdash how and when did you get this intel? We sent out our scouts. You know we've got members from previous years, and we've got members from current years. We've got ways of gathering information. And it's in Flanderdash. Is there a chance we can get inside the vault to look for clues? There, That's, that's just absolutely not going to happen. We've got things in there. That are just as bad as these orbs. This is where governments bring their dangerous artifacts to and we keep them safe. We can't. I find it very interesting that you want us to go and recover your dangerous items on this mission as students, but you won't let us in the vault. You all are no longer students. You all, I, I took you for to be. The superiors. I thought that you would be given first dibs at this highly sought after mission to r- reclaim these lost artifacts of the school. I didn't think there was going to be a problem of you not wanting this mission. If, if that's the case, I can hand it off to the funky four. I'm trying. I'm trying. I you're, really you're getting out of control right now. Okay. We need to cover all of our bases. What I'm saying right now is this town of Flanderdash is being flooded by constant rainstorms for 10 days straight. So they have they have a rain orb there. The rain orb is in this town. So whoever stole this rain orb is in that town. And I'm hoping and cross my fingers and praying that they have only the rain orb. If they've got any other orbs, who knows what will happen? exponentially more dangerous there's if they've got two orbs i i don't even think you four could handle that but with with the intel that we've got it's only rain i don't think that they've got anything other than this rain orb so i think you can handle it klug i have a very funny feeling about how you're reacting to this situation mind you this is this is us away from everybody this isn't a private conversation or this is a private conversation oh you like took him off to the corner just you include if you are who you say you are and who i know you to be how did we unlock the purple door in the dungeon well um you unlocked the orange door by tricking me and i'm still a little bitter about that but you used a, a strung out portion of Uba's rope and you untied it and unspooled it but um it was the orange door not the purple door <laughs> okay he checks out <laughs> we were just checking Klug I guess, I guess we're going to head to Flanderdash Johnny how far is Flanderdash away this is a town you made up it's about two miles east uh, that's not far at all. That's like yeah, no. Little, little I was thinking at least like uh, not like not like you have to be able to get there in like uh, like two three days. But I was thinking it would be at least like a day walk, a day's walk. It's like an eight hour travel. Okay, hour I walk. like it. Are there any horses we can borrow? I've seen some. 
that we can maybe borrow without borrowing. Just don't tell Merlin or he'll ask somebody's permission first. Maybe they were donkeys, man. I, I got bad eyes. I can't tell. But there's something out there. Headmaster Wake says, uh, whatever you all need to complete this mission, yeah, you can. You all can uh, commandeer four of our horses from the stables. Just go uh, take your pick, and uh, from there, head on off to Flanderdash. Just, I'm, Clyde, I'm, t- I'm telling you, this... Sh- this could ruin your town if this is indeed the rain orb and it's someone that doesn't know how to control it this could flood your town this could ruin the crops this could cause starvation this could cause famine this could end flanderdash rain is a good thing not at these levels rain makes corn corn <laughs> makes whiskey, whiskey. <laughs> Whiskey, Whiskey makes, makes my, my woman a little frisky. frisky. <laughs> okay. Well, what does what does ten feet of rain make? It makes for a bunch of dead Flandashians. Kardashians? <laughs> Clyde. Don't you want to save your mama? Can Ghost Roberto travel? Or only up here. Clyde doesn't know a whole lot about Roberto. Um Samuel. Uh, but Samuel did say that he's been like following Clyde. So you think that he can go wherever Clyde can go. Guys, do you know how to ride horses? Oh, we about to. Well, you guys better treat them well. Just kick it in the stomach. What? Can it support my weight? Yeah, I can. Yeah. Yeah, You you have like a fucking Clydesdale. So yeah. Yeah. Yours is pretty beefy. So you all head off. In the direction of Flanderdash. Clyde knows how to get there easily. Are we going to name our horses? They've got names already oh, from the stables. On. But uh, you guys can name it. You guys can name it whatever you want for this journey. My horse's name is Freedom. Yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> what about you, Ultrax? What's your horse's name? Uh, Jerry. <laughs> Jerry. What about you, Merlin? I don't know his name. He hasn't told me yet. <laughs> he looks like a Maxwell. Please tell me it's a talking pony. You gotta, you gotta feel him. You gotta ride him, and then he'll tell you his name. My name's Steve, asshole. <laughs> <laughs> my pony's name is Steve. Whenever my horse starts to walk, you immediately just hear Bon Jovi on a steel horse I ride. <laughs> My my horse's name is John Bon Pony. Oh, I love it. I love it. On a steel horse I ride. As you all are kind of getting acquainted with your horses and pony for Merlin, you, you make it about three hours outside of town before the rain hits you. And continuing towards Flanderdash, the rain never lets up. The closer you get, the more just pouring down. And you eventually come to a river. And uh, looking at this river, it's it's across this, like, uh, canyon. And uh, looking down, you can actually see, like, the water's pretty clear. And looking down deeper, you can see a bridge that seems to have crossed this this river (laughs) at least a long time ago but with the water levels currently uh it's it's well past 10 feet above where that that bridge was so it is a flooded out bridge so um clyde you know without a shadow of a doubt that uh you need to come across this this river to get to flanderdash I have the perfect plan. I'm going to tie my rope onto a tree over here. Then I'm going to put my cloak of the manta ray on. And then I'm going to swim across and tie it on for them. And they can just walk across the rope. What about your horse, mate? Fuck the horse. (laughs) (laughs) So you're wanting me to tiptoe across this rope? Or... Whatever, slide. I'm going to lather it with my mayonnaise. <laughs> oh, yeah, thanks for that. Clyde, that's, that's helpful. We could, uh, how could we get the horses across? Hmm. I could throw them. 
<laughs> yeah, and whatever one survives is good. Clyde, you know that uh, at this point with this river, with this bridge, uh, you're probably about on foot, not counting horses. Uh, you're probably about a two foot, uh, two foot, <laughs> two hour walk on foot from Flanderdash. Clyde and Ultrex uh, take take uh, two legs each and like, you know, like what is that? Swing the horse. You know, like, over <laughs> what is that? I don't know. You know what I'm talking about. You grab the top legs, Clyde, and Ultrex grabs the bottom legs, and they swing them underbelly and toss them over the river, each one. We, we skip them. <laughs> so this thing is probably like 20 feet deep uh, and 20 feet wide. Let's just walk across the rope and tie the horses here to wait. So I put my cloak up. And are you a water turtle? I can breathe underwater. I have a swimming speed of 60 feet. Damn. Yeah. Wow. So you should live in just water, man. You could go super quick. I'm okay. I'm going to, I'm going to do this uh, because I completely forgot about that man ray cloak, which is uh, really cool. It's the one that says scrim or scrim or superior on it. Yes. Yes. Ubo, roll me up. Uh, Roll me a perception check real quick. A one plus four. Yeah, you don't see anything, uh, but you did swim really <laughs> quickly to the other side of the water. So if you want to, like, tie off your rope. All right, I'll tie it. I'll attempt to go across the rope. How about how about this? How about this? Um, Sean, a.k.a. Ubo, roll me a sleight of hand. Let's see how tight you can tie this rope. Not. Uh-huh. I think that's I think that's score you're supposed to use for tying knots is sleight of hand. I got a 12. That's pretty good. That's above average. That's above average. Okay. Uh, so, Ultrex, you're the heaviest person in the group by far. <laughs> Ultrex is going for a swim. You and you and Ubo are kind of on par for heaviness. Um, I'm 600 pounds of pure turtle sexiness. <laughs> I don't remember how much I weigh. <laughs> I think you two are both like about the same heaviness. I'm 435 on a good day. <laughs> All treks, you, uh, yeah, you, you start climbing above this, this rope. Uh, wait, wait a second. Who tied it off on the other end? Ubo. Ubo did before he went swimming. Okay. Sean, roll me another slide of his check. Seven. <laughs> so all treks starts going across the side, across this rope, and, um, the side that Ubo is now on, Stay sturdy. The other side, Uh-oh. the knot comes untied with Ubo's weight as he's about midway through the water. Now he's like a fish hook. Grab the fucking rope! And he kind of swings into the water. And Ultrex, uh, or yeah, Ultrex, you're about midway through. You're about 10 feet away from the bank on Ubo's side. You still got a hold of the rope. How? how what's your plan of attack to get across to the other side. So I'm just going to pull myself in using the rope that's still in my hand to the other side. Uh, you're pulling yourself in and you see this massive snake head oh, pop Jesus. out of the water about three feet away from you. I'm not scared of nothing. I'm not afraid. Watch out, guys. There's a fucking snake in here. <laughs> so is it coming at me? Oh yeah, it's for sure. Like it's it's kind of you know you're like a, a robot. It's kind of investigating at the moment and just kind of uh, sizing you up from about three feet away. It's seeing if you can it can eat you. <laughs> <laughs> While I'm holding the rope in my one hand, I'm gonna pull my shield off my back and hold it up to block in case he strikes. Okay, I'm gonna do a roll real quick. Yeah, uh, so just on a nat 20. Uh, it seems that you're like a, a robot guy and just kind of just like, oh, I don't want to, I don't want to eat that shit. Uh, so it just kind of ignores you as you, uh, finish climbing off to the other side of the bank. <laughs> don't go in the water. So I'm going to fill my jug with four gallons of beer. Okay. And then as I'm crossing, in case the snake comes at me, 
Uh, you're swimming at this point. Yeah, hold on. The rope has fallen and is no longer attached to uh, the Clyde slash Merlin side uh, because Ultrex broke that knot out. Is there a small rock over on the side with me and Ubo? Yeah, you guys could get the rope back to the other two easy enough. I want to tie the rope to a decent-sized rock and chuck it back across. Yeah, that's that's easy enough. It's um, He's making a throw line. <laughs> that's easy enough? Yeah, I mean, it's only 20 foot. <laughs> you could definitely throw a rock 20 feet. Uh, Old Trex can definitely throw a rock 20 feet. Uh, so you can make it back to you. Now, uh, Clyde and or Merlin would have to tie it off to something. I'm gonna I'm gonna roll D twenty then. Okay. Uh, Clyde, you should try and do this instead. Nope. You cl- you tied it and you think it's good. And that one. <laughs> yeah, you yeah, you tie this knot around this tree, you're good. I feel like I'm good. Yeah, you feel like you tied that knot so really good. If I good. feel like I did good, I'm assuming I would probably jump right on it. Yeah, you would uh yeah, you would try to cross and as soon as you jump in, uh that that rope just completely pulls from the tree and uh you swing into the water and you're like in the middle of this water and you see the snake. I see the snake. I see it. It uh const- actually constricts around you. I'm guessing an unnatural 20 hits your armor class. Uh well I got a 15. Sorry, yeah, I guess so. So you all see this massive giant constrictor snake wrap its body around Merlin as he's like just in the middle of this uh river that's about twenty feet wide. And Merlin, you take thirteen damage, by the way. Oh cool. I'm gonna hop on this snake with my great axe. Just mount <laughs> it, man. Mount it and like tame it to your pet. So I said that it's about ten feet in, so you'd have to like jump ten feet into the water to attack. I can jump it. ten feet. I know you can. I'm just saying you gotta get in like the water to attack it, but but you know that's you the know second is. twenty I rolled tonight. Can I grease up Merlin? Um. Yeah. So we'll <laughs> go ahead and have. Uh. So we're gonna have snake constricts around Merlin for thirteen damage, and it's got him grappled. It's got him wrapped around, squeezing the life from him. We've got uh. Clyde jumps in with his great axe, and Clyde, go ahead and roll your attack. I rolled a 20. A net 20. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And you can make the 10. You don't need to roll for the jump since you can jump 10 feet. Uh, so that is a 20 for your attack roll. And then we're going to have Ubo uh, grease up <laughs> Merlin so Merlin can c- try to slip out of this. So let's see how much damage you do. 12 plus 5. Or, no, 11 plus 5. I'm sorry. That is a lot of damage for a level three. Okay. Uh, no, plus plus three. Eleven is one d twelve plus three. I roll an eleven. Make up your mind, man. So fourteen. So you chop a large chunk of this the snake off, and you're now in the water right next to Merlin. As Ubo uh, grease up Merlin. Uh, Ubo, or I mean Merlin, go ahead and roll an athletics check uh, with advantage since you are greased up. I'm going to do roll, so 14, and another nat 1, so 13. Oh, it went down, okay. <laughs> I'm old man, I'm old man. Uh, you weasel your way out of this snake's grasp, and uh, you're kind of flailing on the side closer to Ubo and Ultrax. Merlin and Ultrax have not yet taken a turn, uh, so Merlin and Ultrax, I'll go ahead and give you both a turn. To see uh, what you all want to do against this giant snake. Am I still uh, constricted? You are not constricted anymore. You have slipped out with uh, Ubo's grease. Okay. I don't know if I can jump 10 feet into the water. I jump 10 feet, man. You can jump 10 feet. I walk over to this big fucking tree and I just rip it out of the ground. I want to rip it out of the ground and lay it across one of the huge trees. Why the fuck didn't we do that earlier? (laughs) (laughs) Ultrax is a beaver. So, obviously, uh, as strong as Ultrax is, he can't rip out, you know, a a 30-foot-tall tree that's 10 feet wide. But... That's a good idea. We'll say that Ultrax could rip out, you know, uh, a 10-foot-high 
or maybe even 15 foot high like stumpling like like stumpling how is that a word that's not a word stumpling's a word isn't it it's a dnd no, word no. sure it is now a sapling sapling yeah. sapling that's it dustin man you misled me stumpling <laughs> Uh, so Ultrax rips out this sapling and uh, lays it over. Go ahead and roll for it. Athletics. Athletics? Ooh, a 19 plus okay. 5. Okay, cool, cool, cool. You rip out the sapling, lay it across the river, and uh, so Merlin and Clyde Kids are both within reach of the sapling that Ultrax is holding out to you all. I'm gonna cast Eldridge Blast. Yeah? Yeah. Are um, you gonna grab the sapling? No, I'm not gonna grab it. I'm gonna shoot Eldridge Blast, man. Uh, does a 13 hit? Yeah, it hits the snake. Okay, um, and also I got that special Eldridge Blast, um, cantrip thingy that like shoots them back 10 feet so oh good call man you could rocket that thing to the fucking other bank well, that's what i'm doing oh yeah but yeah um what's that? d10 what level are we five level three yeah Seven. so so <laughs> d10 okay Another nat one. So what? One damage? One damage? One damage. Yeah, that's not very good. Anything? But it did knock him to the other bank. Uh, so he's far away from you and Clyde, and you guys still have your movement. If you want to use your movement to grab on and climb the sapling, you're too old for this, man. <laughs> I know. I'm gonna try and uh, do that. I'm gonna jump on. Uh... Clyde, how about you? Yeah, I'm grabbing the the branch. You haul yourself up and uh, make it to the bank. And uh, from here, Clyde, you know that you're very close to Flanderdash. Clyde, where is Flanderdash from here? Do y'all smell that? <laughs> is that Flanderdash? I do smell Flanderdash. That's that's the the Flanderdash uh, <clears throat> special Flanderdash dish. dish. Famous chili. Nope. Peach cobbler. Peach cobbler? That sounds disgusting. <laughs> wow. <laughs> sorry. Merlin, not sorry. Merlin, you stay here at the river. We'll go eat some peach cobbler. I can't eat things. Well, good. <laughs> we only have one power outlet in the whole village. So. <laughs> you have zero power outlets. <laughs> um, but... As you all approach the town of Flanderdash, uh, other than Clyde, uh, you three may mistake this for not being a town at all, but rather just a group of four or five buildings that just happen to prop themselves up next to each other. Uh, Clyde, that- you were born here? Yeah, man. Which house? That one. <laughs> Uh, that is until you see a sign hanging from, uh, it's like hanging off just one bolt. Off to the side of the muddy road from this just notorious rain that says, um, Welcome to Flanderdash. Home of Clyde the Barbarian. Population 16. Hey, it's your Dungeon Master, Adam DeWeese again, and thank you all so much for listening to this episode. I'm going to jump right into here by giving a big thank you to all of our patrons. So thank you to Rachel, a.k.a. Dragonbait, Brittany Ballesteros, Danny M., Sofa Kingdom, Uncle Scott Chainsaw, Jeremy Fair, Not Ironclaw, Danny T., Matthew G., Brittany D., Naomi Sweet, Jurundu. Oh no, I'm supposed to say that name different every time. Brian Bridges, and Gene L. Uh, Another cool thing about this show that uh, we haven't even officially put anywhere yet, uh, we're actually starting to name some NPCs based off of our patrons. So um, starting in episode six, we've got a few NPCs that will be popping up named after some of our patrons. Um, And we're going to keep doing that. 
just as a little another bonus thing for our patrons we always try to come up with new ideas to give you all even more bonus content so if you want to get your name on this list you can head over to bit.ly slash halfway to patreon and get a whole bunch of other cool bonus content too for as low as a dollar a month now time for some itunes reviews uh we've got a really good one from i know who this is from this is from matt from detentions and dragons left us this one and the title is a fun adventure awaits Reasons to listen to this podcast from Matt Cool. I, Matt, sorry, man. I never learned how to say your last name. Matt Cool. I'll say that because that sounds cool. Of the Detentions and Dragons podcast. Adam DeWeese, that's me, is a charismatic DM that brings life and fun to this new campaign. The players have a strong shared chemistry and contribute to the rich narrative. Good audio quality and production values. And I have listened to every episode and I haven't been attacked by tigers. So it could be a good tiger repellent. Uh, Matt, that is something that uh, we're still trying to get cleared by the FDA to be able to advertise this as a tiger repellent, but um, we're not going to stop you from saying it. Stobert87 says, subscribe with about seven exclamation marks. There are a couple of very important things that an AP podcast needs to have. Good group dynamics. Absolutely amazing. They goof around and they work well together. Sound quality. A plus right out the gate. Good story hook. An original take that I'm very interested to see where it goes. Glad I hopped on the bandwagon early and can't wait for each episode as it comes out. Signed, at Stobert. Thank you so much, Matt and Stobert, for the very kind reviews. Uh, thank you, Stobert, for um, you. I, I see you retweeting the show and liking all of our posts on Twitter all the time. So thank you very much for that. Uh, Matt, thank you for your kind words as always. If you want me to read your iTunes review, just leave it. I'm still, I still got a couple more in the backlog that I haven't quite got to yet. But um, as they keep rolling in, I'm just going to keep reading them out. So uh, thank you all so much who have given us a rating or review. Uh, thank you to our patrons. Just thank you so much just for being a listener. It, it really means the world to us that you are taking time out of your day to listen to this little story that we've been crafting. And uh, we've been having a lot of fun with it. Uh, I know... The guys and me uh, are all really excited to see where it goes. Um, like I said, episodes seven and eight are just absolutely fantastic. Can't wait to get them out. And um, yeah, uh, I hope you all enjoy Arc 6, which as of me recording this, I haven't come up with a name with yet. So we'll see what it comes out with Tuesday. So uh, bye, everyone. My name's the Great Ubo. I'm Scrimo Superior Ubo. Dude, that's how Ubu should sound. I am Ubu. Hello, I'm an Ubu, man. And real quick, I'll edit this out. Let's do a one, two, three clap real quick. <laughs> we always uh, do this after we start. Uh, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> one, two, no, no, hold on, hold on. One, two, three. What the fuck was that? Hang on, look. He is talking, and then two seconds later, the audio comes through, but it's like super fast forward. They said my internet is unstable. (laughs) I went through a bunch of chat. I'm like, (laughs) I hope hope it doesn't do that for you all night, Dustin. Oh, it looks like it's going to, man. It's still doing it. Just random giggles. It'll be good. He went to the library and checked out a book. I think I cried a little bit. If I remember correctly. <laughs> you tried to. You tried to. You <laughs> Johnny, I appreciate you tried to help me make it a kind of a sentimental scene. Um I I don't think it was on you turning it into a Roboido jerk joke. <laughs> I think it was Dustin and Barry, I seem to remember what? that they turned that into Merlin started it. I don't remember that. I, I think so. I don't I don't know. I haven't edited that one yet. But um they would have beat you all, but they had to take a rest because uh, one of them like fell from a tree and shit, and they were all beat up. So they took a rest. You guys didn't take a rest. How long are these rests? Uh, it's you need a rest for at least thirty minutes for a short rest in D and D land. Oh, that would have been very, very annoying if we would have lost <laughs> by one minute. By one minute <laughs> with their top record. Did anyone see Professor Squish in the audience? <laughs> <laughs> he was not. Hello, it's me. That's not the voice, is it? Clyde, is is any of your family still living there? Is your mama there? 
I think my mom's dead, right? My mom's there? Nope, my mom's alive. Yeah, but what? Wait. Yeah, your mom yeah, your mom is there. We all we Don't all have a fairly robust booties. <laughs> Don't you wanna save your booty mama? Us us Flandashians. My mom was a devil. What the hell? Oh, if you want to use your movement to grab on and climb the yes, sapling. Yes, Did you hear yes, Dustin yes. whisper there? <laughs> yeah. It was like, it was like ethereal. <laughs> <laughs> like, what the F? <laughs> <laughs> like rang out and everything. It sucks. It's just a, a deep. I just F? got a one damage. That's it. You Not plus anything. one damage like three times. Uh, yeah. A Majestic Goose podcast. Honk. Honk.